Ode to a Lost Explorer. This is the fictional travel blog through the procedurally generated universe of No Man's Sky. All content within this audiobook is copyright 2016-2018 Andreas Constantine. All related No Man's Sky logos and intellectual property included in this novelization are owned by Hello Games. Music by 65 Days of Static. Welcome interlopers to the fictitious podcast novelization through the procedurally generated universe of No Man's Sky. Chapter 8. A Blemish in Dark Blue. It doesn't matter that you can't remember your name. What's important is that we found you, she said in a gentle voice. I actually didn't care that I had no memory of who I was. Having met her was more important, though I couldn't understand for the life of me why I thought so. Looking at her, I had a fleeting glimpse of an obscure image from a garden in the spring, then a stutter as the images froze and vanished. Oh! I jumped to Kalo's voice. We go help holler off the ground. Talk later. I followed Kalo to the holler's cockpit. While glancing back and wondering who she was, I hadn't even asked her name. Kalo chewed on something. I couldn't make it out. It seemed to calm him. There was a smell, a wonderful fragrance in the air, which left me feeling calm, yet focused. Time to leave. You take control seat. I balance thruster mix. Big payload. Extra oomph. Oomph? Yes, oomph. Like you need energy, power, push. Understand? Otherwise, we're stuck here on Red Planet. Supplies I need. He paused to think. We need to take back. Otherwise, everyone's stuck, okay? He croaked, then stopped. Was that a nervous laugh? Or just his way of relieving tension? I had no way of knowing what he was reacting to. Okay, I replied, as I didn't have much choice. Kalo guided me through the ship's controls. At first I was lost. Even though the controls looked similar to my shuttles, I had never actually flown either. But strangely, I understood what needed to be done. Still, feeling the whiff of clarity with Kalo's guidance, I stirred the holler nose gently up. Once the thruster began vertical liftoff, I could feel the ship's weight in the controls. The stress could be felt, the vibrations running through the ship's hull. It felt like the planet was still holding us back, angry with all the materials that we had taken and and it wanted him back. Once free from the planet's gravitational pull, the hauler was much easier to maneuver, and Kalo took the helm. Not really good. Lots of hauler rendezvous with whooping fellow. My crew will be impatient. Surely anxious for noble homecoming. You have a crew? Captain Kalo. <laughs> he laughed, or rather gargled proudly while bowing, as if introducing himself for the first time. Always ready to save friends for true compensation. So Kayla was the captain of a whooping freighter. And with a crew. And a trader, in fact. But trading in what? He had obviously been stranded in this system on the same planet as me, with a female humanoid. And now, with my supplies and shuttle parts, we were all able to escape our shared misfortune. You're a traveler. So am I. I turned to see the humanoid was standing at the cockpit door. Beautiful view. Is that the world we're on? She asked. For a moment, I was unable to speak. Uh, b- beautiful, yes. 
I uttered, without taking my eyes off of her. Realizing what I had said, I quickly turned to look out at the planet as I felt my cheeks blush. I'm sorry, I said, looking back at her, hoping she hadn't noticed. I, I don't know your name. Aria. She answered. The hauler had now left the planet's orbit, and Kalo repositioned the ship away from the planet, pointing its nose into deep red abyss of space. He powered up the main pulse thrusters. Ambassador Aria Costa, Kalo added. What did Kalo mean? Aria was an ambassador? Ambassador to whom? Or to what? Fasten down, holler flinging, fire on the system. Rendezvous whooping crater behind big planet. Hidden in shadow of moon. Aria and I returned to the hauler's cabin and buckled into the two front seats that offered a bubble view into the cockpit and the canopy out into space. The acceleration was instant, then stabilized, allowing us some movement while the hauler sped blindingly into the far end of the system. We approached a dark, Karulian planet and slowed down as we entered high orbit. Its face looked barren, lifeless, and cold. Far from the sun, its surface shimmered like a pale moonlight in winter. Kalo skimmed the hauler across the atmosphere to the dark side of the planet, where the only light came from the hauler's heat shields, glowing orange in the thin, high-altitude friction. In that endless night, I could only make out a small black disk looming in the shadows. Winter there! Between moon and planet, to a secret spot of whooping freighter. Kalo pointed as he turned his head back towards us, smiling. Come on, speed safe now! Come to front to see Kalos interstellar freighter. Between the planet and its moon, a gargantuan ship loomed. The begotten offspring of some ancient giant floating in an empty ocean of gloom. As the hauler approached, small lights appeared like fireflies in the dark blue. I watched as Kalos sent an encrypted signal. He waited for a response. The hauler slowed as the freighter grew in size. The fireflies grew too, flickering now like candles. Bye. Kalo fell back into his seat as the realization of what we were seeing unfolded. Are you a No Man's Sky fan, player, enthusiast, or just enjoy space fiction? Please enjoy this audiobook now, subscribe to the channel, or visit the novelization written by award-winning poet, teacher, and author, Andreas Constantine at ode to a lost explorer .wordpress .com. Keep exploring, interlopers.